welcome back to the City of Palms Podcast. Is this my first time ever saying welcome back? You always say welcome back. So, welcome back to the City of Palms Podcast. This is episode 92. 92. 92. We got the boys back in the building. I'm stoked for this, bro. How you doing? We got ripped today. I'm doing well. I'm doing well, actually. I'm doing wonderful. Today was actually a wonderful day. Really cool day. I was with the bastards all day, really. Like, we just hung out, made some music, touched up some stuff, and then just cooled it, really. Hell doing yeah. bastardly deeds. How are the plants oh, yeah. doing? I always enjoy the, damn, Rip, that shit growing. That, that shit be growing. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so shocked. Every like, day it's, I see your like, it's really, like, like, it's really working. I, I have, by the way, I have no idea what I'm doing out there, so, like, everything, I'm winging it. <laughs> like, 100% winging it, and it just so happens to keep on growing. I'm like, damn, Rip. That shit's growing. That's awesome. <laughs> you do have knowledge, though. What kind of stuff are you going? Um, at this current moment, I got, got all sorts of shit. I got a lot of shit oh, in there, shit. like low key. That's sick. Uh, my main focus are pineapples, cause like what I really wanted to do was like do a pineapple trail like to my doorway. So like, I have a lot of pineapples. Oh, that's sick. A uh, couple mangoes, coconuts, papaya, aloe, and then. You had peach trees, right? Yeah, I do. I do have peach trees as well. So I have like a lot going on, and then my whole backyard's a whole different thing as well. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, it's branching out. I just recently like moved one of my um, papaya trees out to put like a pond in. So now it's just like, all right, this is I'm done now. Like everything is done with the like with the garden. It's gonna make it look pretty. That's like, my last thing. Let's go. How long have you been doing that for? About a year, shockingly. I didn't even know like I actually went by that fast. Like I'm like close to a year almost. Damn. I didn't think I was going to get this deep either. Yeah? Yeah, it was just like a hobby. I was like, I ain't got shit to do. I might as well just do this. My mom asked me like to remove something from the garden, and I didn't. And next, you know, I just never looked back. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> don't you grow stuff? I don't. December does. And I, I tried to help at first, but as you can see, the City of Palms tree, it's not looking too hot. I'm not good at it. I'm not, I'm not good at that routine of just like checking on them every day, doing what you got to do. That's just the hardest part. <laughs> That's like the hardest part. And even when I would check them, because she would ask me like to water the ones that needed watered, and I would like stick my finger in and be like, "All right, it's dry. I'll water that." And then it, I still wasn't doing it right. And so then there was a gauge that she got that you can put in, and it'll tell you like how moist the soil is. Yeah. And I still fuck it up. That's hilarious. Yeah, I can't keep. <laughs> Did you start with zero knowledge? I, I I like I like plants already, so like I'm really like, huge on botany and stuff, but I never like dived into it completely, and you know, I just like winged it. So. Like, most of my stuff is, like, past knowledge I knew, and then I'm just, like, adding on as I go on, because I lost a lot of plants. I lost a lot. A lot of stuff died in Rib's Garden. I feel like that's how it goes. I feel like that's how it goes. Especially as you, like, learn and, like, you're you're figuring the plants out, figure out their habits, you get a lot of them die. Oh, yeah. So sad. So sad. Have you harvested anything yet that you were, like, super proud of? Like, hell yeah. I I grew a watermelon one time, and it actually, like, budded, like, little watermelon, like, plant, and that... It was delicious. I that was like my best moment because I'm a huge fan of watermelon. I love it oddly. <laughs> um, so like when that happened, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! I have to try this." And that was like my Sorry. highlight of my garden. How how hard is it to? How long does that take to yield a watermelon? I was looking at after it's sprouted, maybe like a month or so. Like because because of the size of the plant, it didn't allow the watermelon to get too big. Like it was still a baby plant, so it was producing like a small, like a small watermelon, oh, and only produced one as well. After that, it was like done for, it just withered away. I see. True. Do pineapples take a long time, or are they pretty quick? They take a whole year. Damn. Like they take like a whole year and some change. So like, 
I've only grown one pineapple, and right now I have two that are just sprouting now, now like growing completely. Hell yeah. The goal is to get like seven at a time. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. I love pineapple. And that's the thing, too. I feel like with plants, like, like I thought it'd be so dope to grow an orange tree because then, like, it'll take years, but then by the time you've grown it and it yields all these fruits for you, you're like, I did that shit. It, I it kept it back. alive. It comes back. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to grow, right when she was starting propagating plants and stuff, I wanted to grow broccoli and spinach because those were two that I feel like if they went all the way through and they yielded some, like, some good stuff, I eat it all the time. So, like... No, don't I buy it anymore? I have, like no vegetables at this moment in my garden. It's like strictly fruit heavy. It's like strictly just produce like fruit, fruit, fruit. I like I'm just now about to start like the veggie section, and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do the what does she call it? December she'll do uh, prop lifting where she'll like take stuff from stores. Like she'll walk around the garden section and she'll like take little bits of cutting and like bring them home. And she calls it like prop lifting so she can propagate her own plants. I've heard of it. Um, I have not done it yet. I've heard of it because like you, all you need is like usually a slither, and if, as long as you keep the like the the cut part like moist, it will eventually start to grow all, all over again. Like that's so own. crazy, wow. and then you just put it right in the soil, and that's then it sick. starts growing. And surprisingly, cool. she learned everything because she started with zero knowledge. She learned everything from TikTok. There was this dude on TikTok that was showing like things you can do in the kitchen like he'd be like don't waste your romaine you can just do this and he t- shows you can just cut off the end of the romaine lettuce and then take that little thing and put it right in a cup of water and let it sit for like two weeks and then it'll propagate and you put it in that's how i learned like uh the like i have a new method of growing my um pineapples now because first i was just cutting them and then like putting them in the ground awful idea they just die they they just they just die it doesn't matter how much you try you cut them and you just put them in the ground they just die so i just started like tearing the top part off letting it dry and then i let it sit in water let the roots start now it has a healthy start and that's like that's how my cheat code for the pineapples are going at this very moment hell yeah that's sick yeah there was this lady on tiktok that was like an like a she looked i think the guy the son ran her tiktok but she was like this older lady dude's mom and he she had this like big ass garden in her backyard and seeing all the methods she used to grow stuff she would have like her own little contraption she made to like water everything and, and it looked like that's just her life she just like wakes up does that every day and the dude like films it and puts it on tiktok and it's pretty wholesome it's dope content it's hmm. a it's a wholesome start that, that's what i like try to do for you is like i just like plants so i was like fuck it i'm gonna try this out let's see what happens and i'm gonna show the world so far a lot of things are growing <laughs> that's good. That's good. hell yeah dude but i do want to get into music i feel like um like because we've heard, we've heard the other dudes' stories with X and VIX and how they all came to be and the group formed and everything. But really, I wonder what, what's your like early history with music as, as you're a kid? Like, what's the earliest favorite song you remember having? Oh, man, I'm the oddball of the group. So uh. <laughs> my music taste is like – like all our music tastes are all different. Um, mine comes from a very, very hood side, I would say. Uh, my as my favorite one would be have to be um, Twenty Fourth by Ti. That was the song that maybe like I was listening to it, and that was the song that was like, you know, I could do that. <laughs> it was the one that was like the gateway for me. Is like okay, I could do that. Then I started listening to like Wayne heavily, and then you know he just became the godfather of like like of hip hop. Clearly, was Carter Three the first the first uh, album you were listening to of his? Uh, it wasn't Carter. Like, Carter 3 was, like, the one I was waiting for, but I got introduced. It was to the droughts before, I want to say. It was, like, the, nice. 
the Johnson and dedication, and then like the Carter three came, and then I was like all in, and then from there, just set sail with me. Yeah, dude, legendary. What age was that when you were like listening and heard like Ti and figured like yo I could do this shit? It was like twelve. It was like twelve. I would say like twelve, thirteen. I was like around there, and that's when I started getting into a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of trouble, and then that's where it started going from there. And she's like, okay. And then I got lucky because, like, I have, like, pre-recordings of, like, my music era and stuff. Like, before there was, like, before there was Rip of X and BIX, there was, like, Lil Rip and Rip Rip. And I have, like, like what? recordings of them still off in the archives. And, oh, my gosh, we will never go back there. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that music creation like? Was that just, like, you in your room recording stuff? Uh, or No, someone, um... Uh, there's this guy named Gibbs that I like knew that lived across the street, and he had like the whole entire like setup, the microphone, and like in the garage, he was making the beats, he was writing the lyrics, and like that was my startup. So like every day we'd just go hang out with him, and he would make beats, and we'd just start writing. It was me, uh, someone I knew named Ch, and then Gibbs, and we just started making music, and like I did that for like a good year or like year and some change, so I, like I had a good footing. And then, like, we just kind of dwindled apart and, like, just started going our separate ways and stuff. And then I just, like, kind of went on a hiatus until all the way till high school when I met these guys all over again. And then it was like a spark all over again. Damn. Heck yeah. Um, what was – you grew up around here? All, all that uh, first music making that was Yeah, like, that here? was all um, – music making was all in Lehigh. Oh, Lehigh. Okay. So, like, heavily represented Lehigh. My bad. The Acres made this bastard. <laughs> Do you know if that Gibbs guy still makes music? Do you know what he's up uh, to? Life is sad. <laughs> life is sad. Yeah, life is sad. Uh, I hope he's still making music. So I've occasionally heard from him. Um, the last time I talked to him would be, I want to say, like R.I.P. But um, the passing of Nipsey. He called me when the passing of Nipsey happened. Oh. Yeah, and like that was like the last communication I had with him. And then after that, I haven't heard nothing. I hope he still makes music because, like, he was really good for, for at the time. If we would have like a publicity, like a the proper publicity marketing, he could have been like one of those, one of those era rappers, in my opinion. But life is sad. Yeah. And with a yeah. studio set up like that, like that, it'd be a yeah, shame he, like, if he never did anything. Like I know, that. like he went all in, like everything. He was making beats on Fruity Loops. Recording himself, ad libbing, he understood the structures, the understanding the points of the songs. He was like very like fluent in music language. Yeah, that 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 really sets apart. That's that's tough to like really understand music like that. Do you do you dabble in producing at all? Uh not yet, not yet. I want to. I want to. Uh, the most I've ever done is like what a normal artist would do, like sit down with their producer or like their yeah. beat maker and like craft it with them. But eventually, I do want to get to the point where I'm in the in their solo dolo and actually not be like, hey guys, look, look, I made this. Look what I made. <laughs> like, I want to get to that point eventually. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's so complex. Like, I can't understand, oh, it's, it's like, crazy. even a little bit. Because seeing uh, Biscuit uh, lives with us and he produces and sometimes he'll, like, be hyped on something he made and he'll come show us. And I've even seen, he streams sometimes, like, him making it from yeah. scratch. And it's just like, bro, I can't even, like, begin to understand like, what the producers, it means. Like, the producers should get, like, a large amount of the credit because yeah as a like a writer as a writer we're gonna we're always gonna write fire you know what i mean but like the fire the beat the like the more fire the beat the fire the more fire our writing is gonna be like the better it's gonna be so like if you hand us like a downgraded beat we're gonna give you like 
we're gonna give you like fire lyrics but they're gonna be downgraded compared to a beat that you could have like definitely leveled up on so i see the producers are very being they're making the music they are legitly they are legit making the music and we're just adding the words and tempos and stuff that we hear that it's gonna sound like and we project it to the audience as well mm-hmm. that's how i see it in that aspect yeah no that's a that's a good way to put it i mean yeah it's like it's a 50 50 like yeah 50 50 split or whatever but the the producer i mean yeah i definitely feel like it's like a lot of the times Especially like nowadays, like nowadays, yeah. the producers are definitely starting to get that limelight again. Cause like mm-hmm. you're gonna hear the beat, and like most people be like, "This beat knocking." Yeah, what he's saying is all right, but this beat though, this yeah. beat though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always feel bad when someone comes out with a track and like I'll have that impression where it's just like they're not they're not killing it that hard, but the, the music's good. <laughs> Their music's good because this beat riding right here. But it makes it good too. Like like it even it's it's crazy how that can work. Where like an artist can almost like be elevated just from the production aspect. That's how, and that's how it's usually supposed to be. Like, cause you need, you need the MC and you need the DJ. So you always, but you, what you also need is that, like, the fine balance as well. So like, that's the part that a lot of, a lot of the game is like changing from. Cause like, like we're starting to give a lot more power towards the other side. And you see, like, some artists do have the power for it, and the other artists like are going with it and like abling to like able to level it out as well. Mhm. Mhm. Are there any producers out there that, that you would be like? dying to just get a beat from and like spit on it like day oh, trade day yeah day trade took a or just work or with for, or just or work with like, to be like all the old heads like okay. all the old heads um producers timberland um i definitely want like get the book from strack on that's from pharrell uh i'm gonna want one i want one from cole i want one from cole just to see what it would sound like uh, and then I would also want one from there's one more producer. I'm I'm running a blank right now on his name. Uh. Yeah, there's there's so many out there. There's so many and is it, what's it called the the engineer right? That's who mix and masters mix it. Mix and masters it. Those guys are because there's like there's the beat makers and then there's engineers. Some do both, you know. I guess, yeah. but um, a lot of like a lot of them do do both. But mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about because like as soon as they make the beat. That's, it's out of their hands now. It's your turn to write it, and then you have to you write and record it. Now your engineers the time to mix and master it and make it sound just pretty. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. No matter what content came out of that like session, if you like got a beat from someone or like got to sit down with him, no matter what like song came out of it or whatever, the experience probably like you probably learned so much about yourself as an artist just by like fiddling with it like that on that level. Yeah, like going through those different connects and then you realize how everything works. Like you definitely grow from that aspect from it. Yeah. Did you have any, have you had any moments like that in, uh, through with like your more professional music making, like as you started with X and VIX with, what were your earliest memories of that? Like, oh, I just leveled up big time. It would be, my level up would be the transition from lobbies to Akoski. Like the OG fans would know on this one, from lobbies to Akoski. Lobbies, I was, I was like titter tattering and then Akoski was like, oh, I'm, I'm running with these boys. Uh. Oh, we we run and run it. Okay, this is, this is awesome. This is awesome. And then from like to get into the professional studio aspect, that recording sound is completely different. And like that's what Couch brought you was that recording aspect to it. Is like we are we can do this. We we can do that music you're asking for. That that professional standing music that you want. We can do that. That's. It's fun for us, bro. It's amazing to see it on Spotify. Like as I just search oh, it and just seeing like the the. Especially the way it was designed, the side A and B, like it, it's thank beautiful you, to look at. <laughs> it's beautiful tracks, and it's cool just to have like because the people around here have known of your songs and have listened on like SoundCloud and stuff. But to have it on like an official platform, the huge full platforms. album, yeah, it was worth the wait. I gotta say, 
Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. We, we, we put everything into it. So many. So long. Oh, God. <laughs> so how do you usually write your music? Like, has, it, has that changed a lot over the years when it comes to how you write? Uh, I got faster. I got, I got faster. I would, I'm the snail of the group. I, I take the time, the most time to usually write. But now I'm, like, catching up more to the pace where... We can lay down something in like a day, an hour or so, and like we can keep it up and keep it going. Uh, my music process of writing, only thing has changed is my bastards. Like they, like working with them and making music at the same time as they do, so many ideas bouncing around and like becoming so fluent. It, it's awesome. When and where do you write, or at least like try to? Like, is there like a certain time? All right, late I nights, write early mornings. I'm an early morning person, but I write when I smoke. Because okay. I have nothing else to do, I have to go outside, and I'm on my phone. So I'm like, I might as well listen to the instrumental and write. Yep. And then the next, the next moments where I usually write is when we're all in the studio, like in the dojo. Like when we get to the dojo, the vibe in there is completely different. It's like we're on guard. Like we gotta write. We we gotta yeah, yeah. we gotta slide this. Whatever whatever instrument like instrumental is playing, it has to be annihilated. Must be. That must be fun too to just be with ev- with with everybody just in the studio like writing dude that must be I wish I could sit in on that you know what I, I mean? know just, I sit on the sidelines dude at least it is so much fun it is so much fun at the same exact time you see it's the one time you see egos clash but also complement each other <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing is like yeah I got this it's <laughs> <That's> nice <laughs> I'm impressed now look what I got <laughs> it's like constant back and forth like that and it's beautiful it's like so beautiful. Like that's how most of our like hitters are made is like from inside the dojo. Like most of the stuff that we come through that are just like, Whoa bro, this right here it usually comes like strictly from the dojo. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you have any that stand out to you in particular of songs that after after it was finished you really thought like damn we really did that shit? Pillows <laughs> Vert. And truthfully, Mary Poppins. That shit slides. Mary Poppins. It's just it's an unknown. It's a very like unknown slider, from my opinion. Like very, like no one thinks about it. It's like when Strack opens up, she just want to pop a perk and pop it in the parking lot. Just ooh, <laughs> like okay, okay, we bounce it. Next, she knows and Vi comes in with the hook, and she knows like by the end of the song, you're like these boys just slid this. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't even know Mary could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, Mary? <laughs> do you remember your first performance with the guys gcl would be my first performance with the guys like back in the day back back in the day. what year was that i know we've talked about it on previous episodes but i want to say 2018 2015 it was 2015 20 uh 24 We've been like, we've been doing a lot of performances, and like GCL was like our startup, so it was like definitely back in like the 2015, back then. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. We we go way back, like. But my first performance would be with them on the GCL stage, and like that was like the biggest stage. It was like, wow, there's a lot of people here, and like usually <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm I'm first like a poet. So, like, I've always, like, done words and, like, poets and all that. It's, like, a performer folks. But, like, when I got to their stage, like, it was a completely different aspect. Because 
when you go solo, it's like very intimidating and stuff. But like when you go up there with your gang, I forget about the crowd. Like I forget all about the audience. Like I'm still directing towards them. And I'm still like engaging with them and like still cranking with them. But like it's my boys that are like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Shaq's about to snap. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm about to go. All right, here we go. And it's you know hearing them like pick up the like each word from the inflection from each of it and like the chemistry on the stage just makes me black out and forget who, forget that I was even worried or like forget that the audience is there. So like even if there's only seven to like fifty to a hundred people, it's just we're always going to crank the same, so it's always going to be the same aspect and the same turn-up. Like, guaranteed, full-on energy, positivity, good vibes. It's amazing. I don't know how else to explain it. No, that's, dude, that's <laughs> hitting the nail on the head for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, you got to see it to, like, really yeah, feel what exactly. that feels like. Because it's, like, it's the perfect formula, you know? Like, the fact that you guys, how, how you write it, how much fun that must be to produce it all together and then to perform it all together like that. Like, one of my biggest things I hate is when, like, People ask me like, "Oh, you write music?" Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm an artist, and like, like, oh yeah, I don't ever like to boast about like I'm good or like boast like, you know, you should really listen to me. I, I hate doing that. I I usually mention I do music one time, and if they decide to pursue, I introduce the floodgates to them because I'm part of a group that each of us all together create one style, but separately we also have different dynamics and different type complete styles. So you're opened up to a whole new world of music usually. That's how like, that's how we always want to come across and how we always want to present ourselves as a collective, but individuals and like each one of us has a way or a ground to stand on our own. Damn, that's fire as fuck. That's how we look at it, and then that's what makes us go even harder with all our music, and especially go harder with each other. Because when we when we see each other slacking, we're like, bro, we know what you can do and what you have been doing with music. So it's like, come on, we got some things to do. Damn. Come on, come help with gang right quick. Come write this right quick. We always kick each other like, I don't want to do it. It's like, bro, you don't want to be here either, though, so pick one. <laughs> uh, dude, that's so sick. That's so sick. That's good. That must be a good feeling, too. No, to just know one. you got your boys behind your back. Like, 100%. It yeah. must be comforting as you navigate the waters of like being a professional There's artist. a lot of sharks in this water. Yeah, now you guys are all <laughs> together like making the decisions. That's why if, if you do go out and like do individual albums and stuff you'll have like you'll we'll always have a, like each other's support exactly yeah i love Sweet, it yeah is there a rip album coming soon uh <laughs> i had uh i had a solo um soundcloud project called what a day and i plan on dropping a couple more like i plan on co- dropping soon like a couple things i have in the works and such hell yeah i can't yeah. wait for that one yeah sick and you do visual art too right you draw i draw um the main reason why i draw though is because I'm trying to like work on my fashion line as well, so I'm like getting that and lined up and making sure I have enough. I'm trying to really branch with this fashion line. I, I probably should have already started up, but I want a lot more stocked up piles for it. Um, I'm working on a fashion line called Atarashi Meiji's, which is new image in Japanese. Um, and I usually work with uh, shoes, so like I design like heavily on shoes, so I got like a full on. 20 pairs of shoes ready painted and ready to go i'm wearing wow. one right now as well you know the other ones right hey here. flex it damn dude what sick that was yeah, a sick set, set them spot, on the tape, bro. i just be, be cool in it i don't do much Shameless plug. i don't do much oh my gosh dude those are so sick uh these were my first jordans i've ever made i plan on doing another pair as well um i don't know if i want to go into like the solo part of like shoemaking you know like this is only me my brand or 
I want to do the crossover collab, you know. Come on, what's up, Nike? Or what's up, Converse, you know? Yeah. I have a, I have a pair in Converse. I have a pair in Adidas. Um, Jordans, Vans, no-name shoes. You ever heard of the shoe called High Roller 777? I believe so. They're like, they look like uh, the Bape shoe. But this rapper made it. He's on No Jumper. Uh, he's like he's one of the co-hosts on a No Jumper show. His name's a little house phone. Yeah. Okay, he, I know about him. Yeah, yeah. And he he made those shoes. I guess they did really well. Um, like he dropped those shoes. It's a line of shoes. But I was gonna say that would be a dope collab too. If he could send you a pair, you could fucking. Do I would, some I would love to. That I would, would love sick, to. Dude. Like I've been watching like shoe designs and like it gets so crazy. Like you really have to get really inventive with these shoes because mm-hmm. at this moment, like the best thing I have were like glow in the dark. So like. Most of my shoes have come with a glow-in-the-dark aspect to them. So, like, you see one image, like, during the day, and then, like, when you get to that nighttime party, everybody's cranking, like, it's a whole different lifetime, like, a whole different lifestyle for it. That's sick. That's sick. So when did that passion start? Wanting your own brand and, like, in drawing for your design and all of that? With them. I literally got the Athadashime Jimmy's new image, which is uh, another name we go by. So XMBIX's uh, new image is home forever. And new images, that brand that we do, so everything is new. And we bring an image to it. Hell yeah. You have to look. Hell yeah. Damn. Wait, you said... Does X and VIX stand for anything? You said it was new... New images, home forever. So the X's are for um, infinity, uh, infinity signs. Okay. In the front and back. And then there's the N. And then the V is the at sign. And so back in the day... like. Yeah, the V back in the day used to be the at sign, yep. and then the I, so X at I, so new at oh, image. Fuck. Did it's you know forever. that? No, I and never knew that. Forever. What? Dude. what? Mm-hmm. If you go back to lobbies and you listen to um, Oh Yeah, I believe Strack and Toke explained that. Oh, what? Go <laughs> back. That's sick. I gotta check that. How much X and VIX is there on SoundCloud? I know the Akatsuki oh, Project. Everything. You want to hear anything by us in the past, you go to SoundCloud. Like, we we love SoundCloud that we don't really take it down unless SoundCloud takes it down. Like, you can probably find, like, a lot of our old work. Just on one page or spread up through a couple? You might find it on one, but it probably guarantees, like, yeah, it's like, might be spread out through a couple. That's dope. Would you ever take them down if you had to? I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really want to. If I had to, it all depends on what the like the criteria is. Like, what is the reason why? Mm-hmm. Do I need to to like continue like moving forward? I would hope not, because that would be that would suck. Can I like release them later on if that's the case? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be that wouldn't be good. Um, do you want to switch those cameras angles real quick? Yeah, we can take a break real quick. Yeah. All right. Enjoy the ads. In the meantime, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Episode ninety one. We moved off right after the, the SP like, and shit. Yeah, like like the DS was like a whole different bracket, and then we just like the games that were coming out for it at the time were just too slow to keep us concentrated. Like if you remember, like it was a lot of puppy dog care games, exactly. and very, like heart like felt games, and like when we go to the SP, you have like Dragon Ball Z, you have all exactly. the um what's it called? You had the 007 still. You had like a lot more shooting fire games. And oh, what's the, yeah, they had so many games. They had a lot more game games, board. like, and then by that time, when they switched over to DC, they didn't, like, accumulate those games fast enough. But they did have the backwards capability, but 
the DCSF was like, why would we want that when we just still use our, PS, like yeah. our SP? Yeah. You remember the Game Boy before the SP? When it didn't have a backlight and it ran off oh, the Game Boy Color? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was it was after the right color. Right after the right? color. It was just right? the Game Boy Advance. It was just the Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah, oh just so like straight out flat. The flat one. Like, yeah, 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 flat one. No, it was, no backlight, so you're fucking... It was just getting, slim. That yep, was it. it yep. Instead of like sitting horizontal, like instead of sitting vertical, it was horizontal. Yep. SP was that shit though. SPs were. I remember being in the garage trying to catch Rayquaza with only Pokeballs. I had like run out of all my good Pokeballs, so I only had Pokeballs, and I was like trying to get them down to one HP and just sat in the garage. It's so hard. You just sit there. Like the best advice I can give is save. Like when you when you you see them, save. Absolutely. Because like there's a couple of deaths that might happen. Yeah. (laughs) A couple of faints. Yep. We used to have superstitions where we would like. I think it was like right when the ball opens, you hold the A button, and then you hit left and right as it wiggles, and we were like, it makes it catch it quicker. <laughs> mine was a mine was a B and down. You hold yep. down, Everyone you hold you, you hold the down pad, and you tap B every every twitch. <laughs> I feel like games aren't like that anymore. Maybe it's just because I'm older, but like we would spend hours on that shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. trying to catch Pokemon, trying to like level our Pokemon up. We would grind on that. I feel as if there was a more of like. The game, like the communi- like the, the communication to the audience about those games were very like, non non. They it wasn't there, so like we had to grind. Like we had to grind. No one was telling us this. We couldn't like go to YouTube. Be like, that's that's all right. Oh okay, this is how we do it. Now we're like, so I don't know how to do this. YouTube. But like back then, our games when we had them, we had a oh man, we gotta go searching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta go searching. Oh, I found this path. I've never been here. Like yeah. So you had to go deep into it. Yeah, I understand that grind is like, oh, it's way different. And that, the Pokemon games had that where you had to like, there were certain points where you had to get certain HMs. And so like, and I remember, I think it was in Ruby and Emerald and Sapphire and stuff, getting Surf was like my turning point where I would get stuck trying to find motherfucking Surf. And like, I just I couldn't remember the dude you had to talk to and it would take was, like on forever. an island somewhere, not even close to like the main, like, so like the the island that you're supposed to go to is over here, but he's all the way at the bottom left side, like the bottom right side, just cooling it around a whole yeah. whirlpool, I believe, yeah. like some shit like that. I'm like, wow, thank you for letting us go this far, so this deep. For real. <laughs> and to not have the answers. Just, I remember they sold them. Remember it, like the books of mil- like what was it? The things at school, they the, would sell the cheat yeah, code the, books. Yeah, the cheat code books, like from beginning to end, they'll have a whole book pam- uh, pamphlet about <laughs> yeah. how to beat the game from start <laughs> to finish. <laughs> And like those were the best. It was like, oh yeah, let me get my hands on this one. My favorite one was Pokemon Yellow because I never knew where to get Flash after the second badge. So I would walk through the whole entire cave just dark, and I'll just make it. I'll, I'll put myself against the wall, and I'll just walk the whole way through, like bumping into people, going down staircases I shouldn't be going down. And somehow, some way, I always make it to the end. It would just take about three to four days. <laughs> but we would do it too, as kids. We would do that. For real. Uh, the one with no guide for me is Resident Evil 4. No guide. Doesn't that game you, is legendary. It doesn't tell you what to do. It just throws you in there. Just here. Good luck. Yeah. And there's so much you can do to that fucking game. So many secrets. So many. Oh, dude, we played through the game like four times yeah. and still like be collecting shit. Yeah. If you could, if you beat it, what was it? If you beat it, the game without dying, did you get the mafia suit? Yeah. That's yeah. What it something was? like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. very intense. Like you would have to go like really through it. Um, playing as hey um. What was her name? Ava. Ava, Ava yep, yeah. Yep. Oh, God. All that playing. Then, like, there was a point where you get to play as a president's daughter as well, like, towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. That game had no cheat code. Like, it showed you nothing. You would just really have to go, like, all right, let's just 
see what happens. For real. I remember being terrified of those regenerator monsters, the like Iron Maiden regenerator things that were just like weird, weird gray. Butt. Yeah, they shot spikes out. Shot of them spikes out. Like that shit was scary as a kid. Oh, as a kid, yeah, dude. Oh it's man, I I played Resident Evil Four for the first time on GameCube. Wow, we had it, it for GameCube. Yeah, it was on GameCube. We had it for PS2 and GameCube. PS2, like I I beat the game on PS2, but the first time I played it was on game uh was on GameCube, and I was just like, this game is wild. Like, who was letting people play this? For real, dude. <laughs> this, for real. I, I'm like sitting there shaking, like I can't put this down. I I shouldn't be playing this. But I must. Yeah. <laughs> I must. I think it was the second boss. Remember that big ass fish? You get in that lake oh, and you're yeah. just, that was scary uh, as fuck, dude. All of them. And then, dude, I just remember because I was watching a playthrough of Resident Evil 8. I was watching Markiplier play, play Resident Evil 8, the yeah. new one. And uh, it got. I started looking up old Resident Evil bosses that were scary. Cause, and and it, uh, one of the ones on the list, its name was U3. Do you remember that boss? Yeah, yeah. Where it's in the, like in the dark warehouse. Yeah, thing? and it's like this and he like would pop weird, out from the ceiling. It's got like a. Oh yeah. Wait, no, no, no. I think I'm getting mixed up. There was one where uh, he he's like a chimera. I don't even know like what he was, bro. He had like a human top, and then he had like a like a creature bottom. Yeah, where, yeah. And they would like transform. There was different stages of the boss where like you'd fight him when he's upright, and then you'd like blow his top half off, and then you'd fight his lower half. I think I remember. I do remember Resident that. Resident Evil Four. Yeah, Resident mm-hmm. Evil Four. And was, like, you were in crates. You were in like some crates or something. Oh, yeah. You okay, had to like yeah. keep shooting the locks to shooting the doors. Shooting the locks and... to lock them out so you had to run yep, around yep, and then you had to yeah. wait for the blow explosion. Exactly. Yep. Dude, I want to play that game now that we're talking about I know. It. And I, I re-bought it for PS3. They like remastered it for PS3. And on mom's PS3 back in the day, I bought it. And it was wow. just as good. I looked it's it up. It's an amazing game. Yeah. Like, if they it's had a it really for... amazing game. I wonder if they have it for Xbox One. They remastered it for four. Really? Yeah, oh, wow. I believe like uh, I I want to say it's on four. I want to say you got remastered. What? That's I think sick. it's in our PlayStation like store at this very current moment. Yeah, I think I think I've seen it on the it's, Xbox store too. Like it's it's legendary, man. The game is just awesome. Like it's the first game that said, "Here we give you more abilities, but we still don't tell you shit what to do." Yep. Because <laughs> like back then, and for me, the best things about uh the most the funniest thing about Resident Evil Four was the camera views, the side camera. The all the way in the corner camera. You hit the, you hit the <laughs> corner, you run down the whole entire thing. You're looking at the bottom right, and you just see him like getting smaller as he goes down the hallway. As soon as you hit the hallway, it's a whole another ridiculous angle. And then like there's a zombie like slowly walking up. You're like, how the fuck do I fight this? Yeah. Fuck, oh, dude. Yeah, we were on some weird ones too. Like Mario Baseball was a classic one for us that we played the shit out of that game. Mario <laughs> Party was it for me? Which one? Um, I want to say Mario Party four and five. Like, back in the day, back in the day, 4 and 5. Like, those were my favorite ones. Like, those were, like, yeah, Mario Party 4 and 5. Those would be it for me. You played Mario Sunshine? Was he, like, when he had the the spray? The yeah, water? yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That shit was so fun. The last Mario game that got me, though, was Paper Mario. And then after that, I just never went back. Because I was, like, I got stuck. And I was, like, what the fuck? You know what? Fuck this. I'm done playing Mario. Dude, that's the thing about GameCube games. I had Twilight Princess. Still have it actually down there. But uh, I, I stopped playing it. I was playing it in college. And I remember I got to a part where I could not fucking figure out what to do. And then I, I ended up looking it up because this was like I had internet and shit. Yeah. So I ended up looking it up. And I, I did something wrong. And I couldn't continue forward. I, there was like... What the fuck? Yeah. It, it was oh, like... That's, it, that's tap. Yeah. It was like fuck some that. shit. And so I had to restart because like, I saved it at the exact wrong moment to where like when you... After a cutscene, you show up at like this area and then there's like someone you talk to right at that area and i ended up leaving and there's no way you can get back to there only after the cutscene. 
can you get back there? So what? so yeah, so I couldn't get back to that person to keep going on the quest. Wow. That's that's stupid. stupid. That's, that's insane. That's, that's stupid. That's, that's when you know a game was made back in the day. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. shit would not fly nowadays. Dude. Yeah, you can't go back there, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Restart your game. <laughs> that's yeah, cruel. That, at that point, I was over it. And so I'm like, you're, you're just not going back. You're like, I'm just not going to play it no more. Yep. I'm, I'm going to go on to another. I'm going to go on to Sony. For <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. What noise? Is it ring? No, Gohan's in his room. That was him barking, though? Yeah. Damn. Right. Big yeah, dog. I... Your dog is huge, bro. <laughs> yeah. And he's still a puppy. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, we talked about video games. Do you, do you still play video games recently? Nah, I've, I've lost. I've lost. I've lost it. <laughs> I mean, any what? new games? Any new oh, games? or? Uh, I'm playing Resident Evil 6 okay. at this very current okay. moment. I'm yeah. actually, like, very happy with that storyline. You get to play as everybody. You get to see what really happens. I didn't really hear that too many good reviews for Resident Evil 6 when it first came out. Now I'm playing it. I'm like, this is kind of cool if you don't really think about Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, I was, wonder- I was wondering how, how the games were after 4. I never. I think I played 5 for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 5 was dope. 5, five was, was an introduction cool was to, Yeah, 5 was an introduction to co-op. 6 is all co-op as well. Sick. Like, yeah, 6 is all co-op. You play as um, Leon, Chris, Jack, and Ada. And I believe they what? all have a partner. What? Wow. Yeah. So, like, six goes really well. So, I was like, all right, awesome. And then I just recently bought seven as well. So, like, I got village. So, I'm about to see what that whole flip and change happens. Wow. So, it's a storyline throughout. Because wasn't didn't four change the storyline where it was new characters? I think four and five were actually, like, at the same exact, happening at the same exact time. Oh, wow. Because six picks up right when Leon gets back to the city and everything is just, like, crazy. Damn. You, did you know that they were, like, fucking like that? Didn't you play five with your, didn't you play five? Yeah, I played five. I played five all the way through it. That game was fun. Five was good. Five was actually like kind of really good. It wasn't no four, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't uh, four. Eight. That. Eight gives me four vibes. Like eight just the way that the way that it's laid out, the bosses you fight, like the. I can't wait. I, although I haven't played five or or seven, or I haven't played six or seven, so I can't say if like they're like four or six, anything like that. Six is good. I'm not gonna lie. Six is good. It's very action packed. It's definitely like a zombie based game. There's no. Like in four, you know how you can clear an area and you can like rest, and in five and six, there's none of that. You you can clear an area as much as you can, but there's always gonna be one coming, so you're always gonna be wasting bullets. So like, there's more chances of running out in six. Oh, I see. But there's more action moves, so that way it helps you fight off more melee. And are six. they are they more like zombie zombies or are they all crazy like? Oh, that's like the fun part. Parasite within head. each within each um character, they're all different. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah, so, like, Leon's fighting, like, zombie zombies, while Chris is fighting, like, military zombies. Oh. Like, special grade zombies and, like, especially, like, they hold weapons. Chris zombies are swinging bats. Like, I mean, Leon's bat, uh, zombies are swinging bats. Chris yeah. weapons, like, zombies are holding weapons. Oh, Damn. I see. Okay. Damn. Yeah, because that was one thing about 8 was there was, like, such different, like, people you fight. Like, the, the zombies are, like, unlike zombies that I had fought in other games. I mean, I didn't play the game, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the Resident Evil gets crazy with the zombies. Like, we're crazy with the monsters. And the and... bosses, dude. Oh, like, God, the bosses. They're, they're, they're so just... ugly. They're just so ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, who thought of this? <laughs> what nightmares do you have at night? For real, that's what For I'm real. wondering. It's like, dude, zombies are scary. <laughs> just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first fine one since when? <laughs> I don't know about that. Exactly. <laughs> 
Everything's been creepy and ugly on Resident Evil. Did you ever play Budokai 3? Dragon Ball Z game? I was a huge DB. Budokai 3. Yeah. And then Tenkaichi 2. After Tenkaichi, oh, Tenkaichi, after Tenkaichi 2, that's when, I, that's when I fell off the DBZ after that one. I, uh, after Tenkaichi 2, was for me, like that was like it. Um, but Budokai 3, that was... You could dodge. Like... That X button was everything. Like, if someone's literally swinging at you, you can... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really and now it's my turn. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude. Budokai 3 was a staple in my life. For sure. Yeah, that, I, I, I strongly believe that's why I like Dragon Ball Z like I do. Because I really didn't watch the show. Like, I, I didn't really watch it, like, crazy as a kid. But playing Budokai 3, I don't even remember how we got introduced to that game. But We did watch the show pretty crazy as a kid, dude. I one time told my mom... That I broke my leg so I could stay up and not go to school the next day so I could watch uh, GT, Dragon Ball GT <laughs> on TV. Yeah. She wasn't buying it. She's like, she didn't break your leg. I'm like, nah, it hurts though. I don't, I don't I know have about to stay home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about school tomorrow. Like, it's a must, mom. <laughs> Dragon Ball GT, that shit was crazy. That shit was dope. That reminds me, what's y'all first introduction to anime then? must have been oh dude i think it was um what was that show called i think i know i already know what you're um, talking about. it was like late late night when we were kids case Where closed came on case closed case, case closed. closed case closed kona Adagawa. That's yeah. The guy. yeah yeah the grown jit guy yeah the hell. That's <laughs> that show was amazing dude. that was our introduction to anime yeah mine was um like 2 a.m in the morning neo 9 like was it neo yeah neo 9 the big robot um I want to say, I think I'm saying it wrong. Uh, he was uh, what's it call it? Purple robot, big purple robot, crazy graph, uh, crazy animation on it. Fuck, I feel like I'm. I really want to say something. I want to say it's Evolution of Neo Nine. That's what I want to call it. That's that's what I want to call it. Okay. Like that was like my first one. I I woke up to watching that and I was like, what is this? I must wake up every time at this time to find this anime <laughs> and watch it. Every trip. That's funny. That's, that's what it was, too. You just stay up late enough. That's too, for us, too. Like, we were like, what is this show called? Like, I, don't, I was like five or six at that point. Yeah, because we, we would just been. be up late playing video games or, or Yu-Gi-Oh! probably with David Lewis. Yeah, and we, yeah. and then when the late night shows would come on, Adult Swim would... Uh, was it on Adult Swim or did it transfer to something else? And it would be Adult Swim because it would be Cartoon Network and then Adult Swim. That's right, and then it'd play all night. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So now we would have the classic ones like DBZ and um, Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, Big O, Gundam, and then like when you go to that, when you start to go into that dark realm, Adult Swim would have the whole entire Inuyasha. I want to call it. I want to say it's Neo Nine, um, and then what, Case Closed, and there's another one. There's like another big one up there. Was Bleach um, on there? Bleach was on there. No, yeah. Bleach. I think Bleach was on Tsunami, wasn't it? It was on both. It was on both? Yeah, Bleach, Bleach was like the one of the... Ha, you can get both worlds. Cowboy Bebop. There it was. Cowboy oh, okay. Bebop. Yep, yep. Cowboy Bebop was Adult Swim. And then also... Shamar uh, Shampoo. Yeah, yeah, those were the those were Adult Swim heads right there. And they, you know, they started branching out and going crazy. Yeah, yeah, for real. I remember all the wacky shows also on Adult Swim. Because like, you had all the good anime, but you can't forget about Aqua Team Hunger Force. Dude, <laughs> Amazing. You can't forget about um, Deep Sea uh, 3000 uh, 3, Depths. 
I want I want to say it's called like the whole entire ship crew at the bottom of the ocean for no apparent reason, <laughs> like a whole bunch of marines like doing a whole bunch of science knowledge and they don't know crap. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, what is that robot chicken something? Robot, robot chicken, super jail. Yeah. Uh, I doubt him. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> nice. Dude, that era. show Octane Hunger Force was crazy. My name is. Hell yeah. <laughs> I used to, I used to be able to do a little a little good uh. Meatball impersonation. No way. Yeah, yeah I, can't, uh. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do We're it. We're on a podcast. <laughs> I used to be able to do it pretty good. I swear. I might try it when we get off air. I was going to say. I'll go in the bathroom and practice it. <laughs> see if it's still Get there. ready for it. <laughs> yeah, that show was crazy, though, dude. Yeah. That what, what are your top five animes of all time? Oh, nice. Of all time? Yeah. Anime? All right, I'm going to have to throw one piece up there because like, that's just my favorite. Like, that's have, my are you all one. caught up with the show? You've no, I I I'm purposely behind twenty issues. I want to say, oh. I'm 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 behind right now. I'm behind right now. I haven't like had the time to like, sit there and like, oh yeah. But I know some shit's going on, and it's getting close to the end as well. Um, the next one would have to be. All right, you said anime, right? So like, I'm not counting manga as well, or am I counting manga? You can count manga. All right, Gantz. Never heard of that one. Oh god, it's so crazy. It's about like. It's about the world, like, it, they made a galactic battle possible. That's the best way I can explain it, without it being quirky. That's, like, the best way I can explain it. Like, yeah. every everything about it was, like, completely, like, well, then, that's a whole mind fuck. Uh, the next one is Berserk. That one's just crazy. That's just a very dark one. Case closed. Oh, Wholesome, close one right there. And then I have one more. That's my girl right there. <laughs> That's Bay. Like, yeah. yeah. Sailor Moon's definitely up there on my list as well. <laughs> Those are good. I got. I got. Thank you. I was forgetting about her. <laughs> got to give that shout out. Gantz was the second one you said. Gantz was my second one. Like that one's just. I gotta check that out. That sounded good. It's um, it had they have an, um a show on Netflix that picks up like during midway through the manga, like midway through the manga. They have a nineteen like a, they have like a two thousand early two thousand version of the um anime, but it was awful. So like sometimes when you watch an anime, you can tell something's off about it, and then you have to go to the book to figure out what really really went down, and it's a completely whole different scenario. What what actually took place in the anime damn yeah and there's a it's on netflix called gantz zero like that shows you what the whole thing is like almost about damn okay Fuck. you ever seen um what's that one is that one with the powers my hero academia yeah <laughs> with the powers no, I was just thinking that, that shit's good dude yeah and attack on titan those are probably my, my like top two for sure attack on titan season four went wild I haven't. Heard, I'm not I've caught heard, up yet. I've heard like season four went wild. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I know. I need to get caught up too. I've, I've heard the same thing. That it just went crazy. That whole show is just crazy. The whole show is wild. Like yeah. it's very gruesome and dark. Yeah, yeah, dude. The first. I think the second episode. I was just, uh, the first. Even the end of the first. The I was first, like, the end of the first episode had us all like, no way. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is what we're about to experience. Yeah, I was like. And then like episode six showed us that no one is invincible. <laughs> It's like he died. Oh my god! <laughs> no way. Yeah, that, that show's good. That show's good. Have you seen any of it? No, I haven't seen any of it. Y'all are selling you, it. Though. You would love it, dude. Y'all you are would love it, it for sure. It's definitely up there on the. It's a heartfelt anime too. You're like you, you're 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 pleading with them too. You're like, yeah, yeah. 
Dude, you you better yeah you'll find a way. <laughs> We're with you. Is it like Game of Thrones where it'll be killing people off when you'd least expect it? Yes. Yes. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Yes. So Tearjerker, dude. Yes. Don't love nobody in the anime. <laughs> <laughs> you seen Game of Thrones, but not uh, but not fucking Attack on Titan. Have you seen all the Game of Thrones? Yeah. You got pissed at the ending? Yeah. That's what I heard a lot of people did. I really I wish they would that. just redo that last season. Legit. I wonder why I heard it was kind of rushed, that. too. Yeah, and, like, the first little bit, it was fine. Like, the first handful of episodes, but then, like, the last couple episodes were just, like... Uh, like, there was, like, there was whole arcs, like, whole character development that had happened through the entire series that they just threw out the window at the last couple episodes. Oh, Didn't do man. anything with. So, oh, just, I man. felt robbed. Felt Damn. robbed. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, what about oh, top five, shows. top five dead or, or top five dead or alive uh, artists? Not necessarily rappers, just artists in general. Oh man. As far as the ones that inspire you, not not like the greatest all time or whatever. Oh man. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm largely inspired by Wheezy Wayne. This is a list, sure. man. This is a list. Well, yeah. Whatever first comes to your head. T.I. was like the reason why I said, you know, this seems possible, so fuck it, let's go ahead and do this. So I'm gonna have to put him up there. Heavy on Pac. Tupac. Always. J. Cole. Fire. And then I got one more slot. Yep. How'd you like his new album? It was a J. Cole album. Yeah, it was definitely a J. Cole album. Like that, I was expecting that and like, it was, I was expecting nothing less. Yep. Like nothing less. He delivered yeah. like exactly what the audience would want. And then he did the freestyle, like what one day before it dropped or something. Yeah, so that was like, just, I'm just like, all right, his dude. <laughs> like him and his marketing skills is just very, very iconic. He, I remember when he was dropping um KOD, I think he just tweeted like two weeks beforehand. He's like, all right, I'm dropping this day. And everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all heard? Y'all heard, y'all heard Cole dropping? Jermaine? <laughs> Cole, <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> He's coming. Um, my last true. one is actually my heavy, like my new recent heavy influence. Um, Earth Gang. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Them boys are wild. Like them boys are wild. Earth Gang. I love them. Love them. They're in the they're in the Saba Smino, no name bracket. They're also part of a. Uh, Dreamville. They're also part of Dreamville as well. So they're moment J.I.D. and Boss and J. Cole. Hell yeah. Dude, J.I.D. slides. Yeah, J.I.D.'s fire. So. He's, he's nasty. We've been, you know that one song he did with Denzel Curry, Bruh, or whatever it's called? It's called Bruh with a bunch of U's. I don't think I heard it It's yet. sick, bro. You should look it up for real. It's J.I.D. featuring Denzel Curry. I, had the, I called Denzel my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's His rage is like, his rage and his... He embodies what the ah like I like that yeah. <laughs> you uh, yeah. you heard of Dax? Mm-hmm. What do you think of Dax? Maybe snapping because he's got that energy too. Where he like has, there's some yeah. of his songs where he's screaming that I'm like, just like, damn, I feel that. <laughs> right here. <laughs> Yo, what about outside hip hop? Do you have any inspirations musically outside hip hop, or for design? Like any like any artists that like inspire you creatively in general. For my designs, it would actually come from my bastards. Like usually, like I usually like pick apart like their style of design to like mesh something together. And like anyone else, 
the shirt I'm wearing, Joni Inu. So like this guy right here does demented like dope stuff. He's one of like the artists I also enjoy. He has like the short storyline on anime, like of dark stories, like he numbers them and they're very quick story like and they're just like, Well then He's like the Edgar Allan Poe of anime, I would say. Damn. Yeah, like like very, very dark and very like the storylines are like, Whoa, son chills <laughs> and they're just real quick to read the uh i've, I've seen a couple of animes from and i believe they are real quick to read as well oh. I've, i'm always fascinated when people can do that with like scary shit like horror and, and like just making you like I, I think it's really hard to write a short story that's like really really scary really you know scary what I mean? yeah sometimes you need that like time to build tension and that, stuff. that that the climax usually like needs more time to evolve and like burst but, like, for short stories, like, he was able to, like, capture it really quick and, like, let you know, like, we're about, like, buckle up. Like, from the first scene, he was like, buckle up. We're, we're going in. Damn. I think I saw it, uh, his, some of, some of his animation was found on Funimation. I, I want to say it's on Funimation. That's where I, found, like, saw some of it. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Have, like, a couple of his shirts. Like, I think this is, like, my third one I have. That's sick. What's his name again? Joni Inu. Yeah. Okay. Damn. I gotta look into that. That's sick. That those clothes are sick. Yeah, I love I love clothes like that, dude. Like I, I that's, that's like this is cool. like the art style and stuff that we all like kind of like and heavily enjoy, especially me. Yeah, like yeah. the whole back is the whole like piece itself as well. That's sick. <laughs> that's sick. Hell yeah. Do you have any tattoos? I have two. I I only have two. I have one that covers the whole entire side right here. Oh and shit, that one. hurt. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have one that's like covers the top half of my back. Damn. Only two. Two gnarly. Two gnarly. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, just, just, How just, long did the one on your rib take? Oh, man. I was there for like four hours. And then I had to go back for another two-hour session. Oh, my God. I was I was in there thugging it, man. I was, let's go. Like, I was like, I want this. He's like, 300. I said, all right, I'll be back next week. He's like, all right, next week. I sat there. Outline, wow. shading, coloring. I went back to do the white portions because my skin was just so swollen. I, I, I was going to do the whole thing if I could. He was like, yeah, bro, like let's go ahead and take a break. Your skin's up. I can't really do anything else right now. Let's give it some time to cool off. Come back like in about a week or so. Yeah. Said, All right. So I went back just to get the shading of the whites in and for it. Yeah, that shit sucks. Because by that time, there's so many other layers that like your shit's jiggly, dude. Oh, it's man. so swollen. Oh, God, it was awful. I was like walking around just like. Something hit me so hard. I didn't. I didn't yeah. Know. yeah. I was on the um. I was like on the table, and I was kicking. This is it. Okay. All right. We're, we're good. And yeah. The funny parts would be when he like gets my ribs. Like just. I was like, oh shit. Ah, uh, but yeah. That's the closest I'd ever come to tapping out of a tattoo. Is that dude? I was sitting there like on like one percent. I'm like, all right. I got. It. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. One percent. And then I just somehow lasted it. Lasted it. You're like. Right down. Just, yeah. We'll get this. We'll get this. And I ended up, I think I sat for like four hours or something, but I, I was like under the impression, like I'll sit because I don't want to come back for a second time. I'll sit as long as I need to, as long as it won't like fuck up the tattoo or something. Because sometimes your skin just gets too aggravated. Yeah, they just like, can't keep going. They can't keep going. Like they, it's too much swollen. Like that area won't be, like the healing won't like let the color sit properly. Mm-hmm. So like that's what happened to me. So like, yeah, my eye was huge. It was like, sh- I was like, oh my God. Damn. Looks 3D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have many. I have three. They're kind of small. But this one, though, hurt. When I, when he put the white in, there's, like, some white that goes up there. Yeah. On the handle. On the handle. And that one that one hurt really bad. 
Yeah, you got a couple by your armpit there. I don't have any near my armpit. Yeah, this first one touched into my armpit. That 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 hurt really bad too. So many nerves just. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, that was my first tattoo, and the artist was like, yeah, like a lot of people go tattoo their whole body and just don't do the armpit. You're like first tattoo, you're getting the armpit. It wasn't that that bad though. I would imagine the ribs are just just up there. I mean, it literally just felt like he just had like a burning hot butter knife, and he was just slowly slicing it through me. It wasn't that bad, though. That, that doesn't sound pleasant at all. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was no, just it was like a burning hot bad, You know, burning butter knife. I know what you mean. Things. Like, it hurts while he's touching you, and then you let go, and it's like, okay, it's gone. But yeah, then once yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah, swollen, yeah. once it's swollen, it's just, like, pain the whole time. You're just, Fuck. especially when he's scratching you. The dude at Howl keeps trying to get me to get a neck tattoo. Every time he sees me, Whoa, he's just like, really? he's like, when's your neck tattoo? These, these guys right here, man. Them and neck tattoos. All I hear is, yeah, bro, you should get one, bro. Oh, right man. here, man. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ain't getting one. Damn. Not yet. Not, not yet. I ain't getting one yet. Not a net. I'm going to go ahead and cover the rest of my body. I have a couple more ideas I want to get. I want to get my mom's name on my heart. Like, I want to get, like, like I want to get my skin ripped open. And you can see through the rib cage. You can see the actual heart. And then my mom's name across my heart. Hell like yeah. That. So... And then I want to finish up my flag on my back, and then I want to get a scroll tatted on this side. It's gonna be a lot of ink, yeah, a lot of hurtful big ink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got ideas too. It's just shit's expensive. Yeah, I just wish I had the funds. What? I want to finish oh this. Oh my god, shit. so so much money. Yep. So much money. It's worth it though. Like it's definitely worth it though. Yep. And I try to prioritize like life around it too. Like a thing with like skating. If I get a sleeve. I'm realistically not trying to skate for like two weeks because I'm not I'm not taking the chance to fall on. Oh, yeah, I feel no, you. you. Do not. Yeah. This is my falling arm. <laughs> Shit's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's all nice and black and that's. <laughs> Look at it. Yeah. See that new ink I just got. Although it, I did have scar tissue from skating like while he was tattooing it, so the ink didn't take good there. He was like, having like a hell of a time. Yeah, I just fell about a couple of hours ago, but will you ink me right here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back next month. All right, redo it. Yeah, I guess like the wound healed up or something. I don't know. <laughs> so one thing I, li- I like to ask uh, is, and it's kind of hard to think about sometimes, but I like if in five years, you know, three to five years, if all of your, all your plans come to fruition, everything is like working the way you want it to work at this moment, what when you wake up in the morning? What is what's what's it gonna look like? Five years from now, everything worked. Everything. Everything worked. went according to plan. Five years from now. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna still have a smile on my face. Hell yeah. There's still gonna be a garden in the front. I'm gonna yeah. imagine with that damn rip that shit growing. Yeah, Check out my gonna... trees. <laughs> <laughs> and we will probably just get back from a tour. Like that's where I would, that's where I would see. And like we're not. We're no longer like as close as possible. Like, we're we're up there. Like, if everything goes to fruition, every everything will go to fruition. Like between the five years, like within our five years, absolutely. Like we're we love you, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's how that's why I probably would see it. Like out there, like everything would be if everything went according to plans and we deemed it to go according to plans. I don't see no changes really. Same shit, just at this level. Yeah, because <laughs> we've been doing this. Like this is, we breathe this. We don't even know how else to breathe. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. This is how we breathe. So like, 
our next goal is we want to breathe up here now. Hell yeah. So then what are, do you have any like top countries you'd want to visit first off? Like if you had a tour opportunity and it's like, yo, you get to visit five countries overseas. Overseas, I want to go to Barcelona. Then I'll, <laughs> then I'll like Japan? to go. Oh yeah, Japan. Y'all would kill it. Japan. That'd be sick. Um, I would also like to do Italy, Italy, and then I would have to go to Paris. Yeah, Paris. That'd be dope. Yeah. And then wherever else the tour takes us, let's go. Oh, I'm with it. Yeah, I feel like you guys would just like go along for the ride. Like you just fucking travel and just wherever you're at, you'll kill it. Oh, yeah. yeah. As I said, like when we get on stages, like the audience is definitely there, but it's us that we're like performing for is like it's like our moment to like literally let loose of everything and we're just all like rocking out together so like we just become blind cut to it and we just rage on stage oh yeah hell yeah bro is there anything you want to touch on before we wrap it up mm, it's been dope dude it's been i'm glad i'm glad we had this conversation yeah um, yeah like yeah i didn't know that much about you have you played boost fury much. have you played Bo- boost fury GameCube game? No, I don't think so. Bro, you're going to love it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, bet. Which one did you start freaking out on, though? That was that game, Kid Boo. Last, last Yeah, level. dude. Kid Boo's yeah, hard. Good luck Get ready. On that, dude. You better grind. Kid Boo's hard. Oh. This kid was oh, Boo. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played this one. I haven't played this one. Yeah, it's it's dope. All right. It's dope as hell. Because it's, like, it's one of them games, too, where you got to grind. You have to, like, because you, you'll get to a it's zone. It's old school games. Yeah, dude. You got to be. You'll be Vegeta and, like,. Oh, it's just so much fun. You get to like switch <laughs> characters, so you can walk around as Vegeta, and it's like, oh, I gotta be like those gate with colors, and you gotta be like Vegeta level forty to get through there, oh, and you just man. train all your guys, and oh. then you act out the whole story. But by the time you get to Kid Boo, that shit's tough. All right, bet. It's so much fun though. Bet. Hell yeah. Thank you, bro. All right. Yeah, I appreciate you coming, dude. This was so For sick. Real. It was fun. We finally got yeah. we finally got the meaning. We 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 never had that broken down of X and VIX. Oh, I know, and like, and I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, have they told us like exactly what it means? Now the I know. Image is home forever. Dot dot dot. Ho. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! If you want to look at this camera, you can plug anything you want to plug. The new album, the upcoming oh. things. Oh, you gotta go play couch. You already know it's like a whole vibe. It's like you're sitting on a couch, or you're destroying a couch. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, it's both. Best All platforms, world. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Tidal, YouTube. Run it up. All of them. Talk about your tape, bro. That's back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, like, you already know, SoundCloud, what a day. We got some new stuff coming in as well. If you don't know where we're at, we're on IG, um, X and B-I-X underscore. Hmm, what else is there? What's your Instagram? Oh, my Instagram. Rip VV Tide. I be tied a lot. And what's uh what's your SoundCloud where they, where they can is that the on the X oh, also, SoundCloud? Um my, my SoundCloud would be um Rip VV Tide as well. Word. Uh but like our gang SoundCloud would be X and B I X and you can like find all our music through there as well. You can also listen to Couch through there as well, you know. You ain't got that platform. We got you. <laughs> Oh, YouTube, we got you. On All everything. That, we got you. Oh, yeah. Oh, shout out to my brother JG, you already know. Up you geek. That's pretty much it. Hell yeah. Episode 92. Yep, where can they find us at, Danny? 
You can find us at City of Palms Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe. If we get to a thousand subscribers before episode 100, that's eight episodes away, this man's going to tattoo me. He has no tattooing experience. so. But he's a good artist. So I trust him. I trust him with it. Run it up. Subscribe. Episode 92. Hit him yep. with the outro. Yeah.